A few years ago, Dr. Christina Cleveland talked on this very podcast about the need for black leaders to steer away from trying to influence white spaces so often. The effort, she clarified, to change white minds about whiteness should be executed by white hands. Not because of a hatred or a disdain among black leadership for the people in white-centered culture, but as a matter of workload, exhaustion, and in a sense, effectiveness. The translation and code-switching work needed in order to establish just trust, much less a baseline for knowledge, just wasn't worth it for a lot of black leaders who could be spending their time organizing and inspiring black spaces where agreements about life experience were already made. For example, more often than not, a room of non-white persons doesn't need convincing that the black experience of the legal system in the United States is profoundly different than it is for white persons. And as she is so keen at doing, Dr. Cleveland delivered that truth with a fair mix of stay in your lane and know your power. And that's a really important distinction for me to make. Absolutely, I need to learn how to stay in my lane. I have a tendency to overreach because I want to do so much. That can lead to not just taking on more than I can handle, but even taking on roles far better filled by other people with different training, different history, and different sociocultural positioning. Meanwhile, I'm functionally stealing energy from efforts I can be making in roles more my cup of tea, places I can have a more lasting and deeper impact. I don't think I can be a leader among people of color in religious spaces, but I can witness their courage and their work and translate those efforts and victories for folks more like me. I don't think I will be a leader among those building faith communities in the next season of Western religious life, but I can coach and champion and motivate and help those who are. That old author's dilemma of knowing your audience translates into a lot of life, including areas of leadership. And just as can be true of authors, so it is for leaders, that learning where and with whom your work really lands can be as surprising as it is freeing. For both my recent guests, Alan Smith and David Zack, their entrance into the world of human trafficking has meant learning which parts of that enormous, messy, and very interconnected world they are most effective in. For both, they've recognized that moving the hearts and minds of folks more like themselves is an area of power for them. Alan, a longtime leader of men, wrote a book on the connection between manhood and the vulnerability of children. As a longtime musician, David Zack's career behind the mic in a band making music for the religiously inclined has meant taking stories from some very dark corners of the world into places that would never otherwise hear them. There are victories I thought I'd have at this point in my life and goals I thought I'd achieved that I simply had to let go of because they don't fall within the wise and loving parameters of my limited life. Meanwhile, within those limits, there are depths of connection and difference I didn't know were available to me until I traded in breadth of influence for that depth. It's a trade I'm happy to have made. <laughs>